Hello, Word Nerds, and welcome to another episode of this podcast called The Dictionary. Uh, This is the last episode I'm recording of six. I've recorded six all in a row. I actually made sure to bring myself some tea uh, so my voice didn't get too, too raw so I could make it through. Um, I was just a little behind, uh, so I needed to get this going. We are on the last quarter of page 93. Maybe I should have some sort of party or celebration when I hit page 100. Uh, what What is page 100? That is the episodes on um, March 6th through March 9th. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can do something. Hey, let me know. Send me a message. Give me some ideas. Our first word for this episode is balefire. B-A-L-E-F-I-R-E. It is a noun. Uh, from before the 12th century, an outdoor fire often used as a signal fire. This is from Middle English, from Old English, bale fire with a lot of lines and silly letters, uh, and that means funeral fire, from the word bale, which means pyre, plus fire, which means fire, bale fire, fire fire pyre, pyre fire. Uh, okay, so this is, I already said the definition. We are going to move on to baleful. Uh, it is an adjective from before the 12th century. One, deadly or pernicious in influence, as in baleful effects. Number two, foreboding or threatening evil, as in a baleful look. There's a synonym. It is the word sinister. If I remember correctly, in Latin, uh, the word for left like your left side, is sinestra. And that is where we get the word sinister from. So I don't think it's any surprise. Back in the day, they thought, you know, writing with your left hand or um, anything on your left left side is considered evil and bad. And, you know, that's a generalization. I'm sure that, uh, you know, you, you, they, you put um, your wedding ring on your left hand. Um, so maybe that was to stop the evil. I don't know. Maybe they used to put it on the right hand. I don't know. I'm not an encyclopedia, but anyway, that was just a fun little piece of trivia that I uh, that stuck with me because I'm actually left-handed, and so when I took Latin in high school, they they taught us that. Uh, okay, balefully is an adverb, and balefulness is a noun. Next, we have Balinese with a capital B. It is a noun from 1820. One, a native or inhabitant of Bali. Uh, many years ago, my sister actually spent a couple months in Bali in the summer, and uh, her, it just looked absolutely beautiful. I would love, love, love to visit uh, Bali someday. Number two, any of a breed of slender, long-haired cats that originated as a spontaneous mutation of the Siamese. And Balinese is also an adjective. Now, I want to see a picture of these Balinese cats. Uh, let's see, this is, uh, I guess D means Dutch, Balinese, from the Bali island of Indonesia. Next we have Balk, B-A-L-K. I wanted to say Balk, but uh, it says, it does say sometimes Balk. If you want to say Balk, you can also say Balk. It is the first form. It is a noun from before the 12th century. One, a ridge of land left unplowed as a dividing line or through carelessness. Number two, we have the synonyms beam and rafter. Number three, synonyms are hindrance and check. 4A, the space behind the bulk line on a billiard table. What is the bulk line? Is that 
Uh, is that that spot where there's that dot, kind of two lines forward or two diamonds forward where you hit the cue ball from? I don't know. 4B, any of the outside divisions made by the bulk lines. Number five, failure of a player to complete a motion, especially an illegal motion of the pitcher in baseball while in position. And the synonym information says it is Middle English, balk with an E, from Old English, balka, akin to the Old High German, balco, which means beam, uh, from Latin, fulcire, which means to prop, Greek, uh, the word phalanx, which means log or phalanx. Now we have the second form of bulk. It is a verb from the 15th century. Uh, number one is archaic, and we're going to start with the transitive definitions. To pass over or by. Two, to check or stop by or as if by an obstacle. Uh, synonym is block. Now we have the intransitive definitions. One, to stop short and refuse to proceed. Two, to refuse abruptly, used with the word at, as in Congress balked at putting up the money. And that is a quote from Thomas Fleming, and maybe I'll see where that quote was from. Number three, to commit a balk in sports. I don't think I've heard the word balk in sports, but, you know, it exists. It exists. Uh, and then a synonym is the word frustrate. Balker is a noun. Next, we have balkanize. It is a verb from 1919, and it looks like it's only uh, transitive. It's often capitalized, by the way. Number one, to break up, as a region or group, into smaller and often hostile units. Number two, synonyms are divide and com compartmentalize. As in, now pop culture has been balkanized. It is full of niches with different groups watching and playing their own things. That is a long quote from Richard Corliss, C-O-R-L-I-S-S. And again, I will see if I can find where that quote is from. Uh, balkanization is a noun, and it is also often capitalized. Uh, next, we have Bachline. So it's bulk with the word the, the word line at the end. Uh, it is a noun from 1839. One, a line across a billiard table near one end behind which the cue balls are placed in making opening shots. Yep, that's uh, that was what I guessed. Number two, A, one of four lines parallel to the cushions of a billiard table dividing it into nine compartments. Number two, B. A billiards game that sets restrictions in scoring caroms according to these lines. I knew that there was a lot of different billiards games, but I don't think I've heard of the game bulk line, so I'll have to look into that. And, uh, you know, the next time I'm playing billiards, maybe we'll play bulk line. But I don't usually play. I really do like to play. I'm not very good, but I do love it. Uh, next we have Boki or Boki. Uh, B-A-L-K-Y. It is an adjective from 1847. Refusing or likely to refuse to proceed, act, or function as directed or expected. As in, a balky mule. Also as in, a balky engine. And see the, uh, the synonym contrary. Balkiness is a noun. And next and last word for this episode is the word ball. B-A-L-L. It is the first form, and the uh, the other forms are going to be in the next episode. So just wait. 
This is a noun from the 13th century. One, a round or roundish body or mass, as 1a, a spherical or ovoid body used in a game or sport, as in a tennis ball. Used figuratively in phrases like, the ball is in your court, to indicate who has the responsibility or opportunity for further action. 1b, we have the synonyms earth and globe. 1c, a spherical or conical projectile. Also, projectiles used in firearms. Uh, 1d, a roundish protuberant anatomical structure as near the tip of a human finger or toe or at the base of a thumb, especially the part of the sole of the human foot between the toes and arch on which the main weight of the body rests in normal walking. I have actually used this word in that context um, a number of times over the last uh, few weeks because um, with this foot injury, I've said that the the ball of my foot um, on the big toe side, uh, that's the part that sort of feels the weirdest with this injury. It's sort of partially numb, uh, partially sometimes a little... um, uh, tingly, um, but you know, as it's healing, it's it's definitely that feeling is lessening um, day by day. Uh, so yeah, the ball of my foot is uh, kind of screwed up. Okay, number what are we? Two A. This is often vulgar, uh, and we have the synonym testes or testis. T e s t i s. Of course, uh, that's talking about the testicles in the human man. Uh, not not always human actually. Um, yeah. Uh, now we have 2B. This is plural. Uh, okay, so 2B is plural, and then we have 2B1 and 2B2. So they are plural in uh, both cases. So first we have 2B1. Uh, not only is it plural, but it is also often vulgar, uh, and we have the synonym nonsense, often used interjectionally. I don't know how that's vulgar. Anyway, uh, 2B2, also often vulgar. We have the number three definition for the word nerve. Uh, Number three, a game in which a ball is thrown, kicked, or struck. Also, quality of play in such a game. For A, a pitch not swung at by the batter that fails to pass through the strike zone. That, of course, is talking about baseball. Number four, B, a hit or thrown ball in various games, as in foul ball. We have a phrase, it is on the ball, and we have a couple definitions for it. Number one, we have these synonyms competent, knowledgeable, and alert. As in, the other introductory essay is much more on the ball. And that is a quote from the Times Literary Supplement. Another example, keep on the ball. Number two, of ability or competence. As in, if the teacher has something on the ball... The pupils won't squirm much. And that is a quote from the New Yorker. Uh, so what is the word of the episode? Um, um, I think I'm going to pick Balinese as the word of the episode because um, I just want to go visit uh, Indonesia and Balinese, Bali and all of the those islands over there and, and just go see, see the world and see what's out there. And uh, that is pretty high up on my list. Um, so this is this is the end of the episode. If you want to turn me off, that's fine. I'll I'll talk a little bit about something silly and personal. Um, the word ball reminded me of this uh, when I was maybe probably in my early twenties, probably around twenty years old or something. Uh, we had sort of a mini family reunion in the Northeast in Connecticut, 
And um, near the end of the day, after we, you know, us kids had been running around and being stupid, um, there was a kid that we came across who had a very sort of New England accent. And there was a, there was a, like a ball pit, um, you know, that they had for the kids. I was a little too big to play in it, but some of us went in and just sort of hung out in there. And this little kid uh, who we didn't know kept on saying the word, oh, you want to go play in the ball pit? And he used that, you know, kind of strong accent. And it reminded me of uh, Linda Richmond on Saturday Night Live, who I would sometimes impersonate every once in a while. Um, but we, we were kind of making fun of this kid, and it wasn't mean. I think he was kind of having fun with it. And we were just like, yeah, you want to go play in the ball pit? Let's go down by the water. Let's go play by the water. And me and my two cousins, who were, I don't know, 10 years younger than me or so, um, we we could not stop talking this way. We just kept on talking this way, and it was just it was just a highlight uh, one of the highlights of my life just being silly and making people laugh and just talking uh, talking stupid um and it eventually got to the point where we had to drive home and there were maybe six or seven of us in the car and i i could not stop talking like this i was talking and talking in this accent uh like linda richmond um and if you don't know her she's the one who had coffee talk on saturday night live and and she loved barbara streisand and her oh her singing it's like butter oh my god Oh, oh, I'm getting a little verklempt. I'll give you a topic. The the peanut is neither a pea nor a nut. Discuss. Uh, and, you know, it was just a very fun time. And um, I my uncle said that he was laughing so much. Luckily, he was still able to drive, but he, it was late and he was tired. And he said me making him laugh actually kept him awake. Uh, so, you know, that was good. We didn't uh, crash and die. And on that note... Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. A goodbye.